Now, is my mic the best? It's not. Okay, excuse me. A lot of people will ask me, what kind of mic do I use? Your podcast sounds really good. I'll tell you what, baby. It's a snowball. I actually have another one. Lost the cord for it, though. Probably, I don't even know. 45 bucks at Best Buy? Now, am I going to get a better mic, one that kind of comes at you from the side like a giant penis and kind of pops right here? <laughs> uh, eventually, yes, because I think this will sound okay, and you could tell me, because if you're just listening to this and you're not seeing the video with it, um, hope it sounds okay. I hope it sounds okay. This is the first thing. This would be like a little teaser, a little teaser on the pod. Hmm. Guys, thank you for last week. Had a lot of people. Over 100 people downloaded, uh, if you want to call it a podcast, it was more or less like a rant. You know what I'm saying? Uh, A rant of me defending the things I like, you know? Um, I can't believe that many people downloaded it. Got a lot of good feedback. Got a lot of good feedback. Uh, A lot of guys saying, you know, confessing what they compensate their dick size with. So that was really nice. Um, so yeah, so, and, and if you're, if you're also just watching, uh, I'm going to try, I mean, is, is Joe Rogan the only person that, that is, uh, able to do video on Spotify? I don't want to get into YouTube, man. I'll tell you what, it would be nice to like put the video version on YouTube, but also at the same time, like, um, the one time, I don't know if I've told this on this podcast, there was a time that I entered the YouTube realm. And I started a a YouTube channel called uh, Meathead Barbecue or Barbecue Meathead. I had the logo designed. It was like a big piece of barbecue with like big bozing biceps. (laughs) And uh, it was, it was, I'm a meathead. So that's, that's the perception of me. So uh, I was just going to, cause I love barbecue. Like anybody who knows me knows I have a big smoker. Um, Not the best, does the job though. Not the best, does the job though. Um, and, I, and through the years, I, I've been taught by really, really awesome people have taught me kind of the basics. I've read up on barbecue. I watch barbecue channels. I was like, you know, let me let me just do like a fun because I'm always recording stuff. Like, let me just do like a YouTube video, like, a, you know, like a fucking, you know, making brisket, making beef ribs, whatever. So I put up like I want to say like two videos. One was a beef rib and one was uh, a brisket, I think. And I just shot it. It was shitty. I didn't have a good camera. And, um, you know, shot it, put it up. And if you didn't know, making YouTube videos is, if you make them really well, like when people watch YouTube videos or vlogs, I think they think it's just somebody just throwing up a video and there's nothing involved with it. It takes so long to make videos look good. So much editing. And, um... So I did two, and I want to say this was like winter. It was like winter time, February or March. And I remember I didn't think about it for like months. And I remember one night I was laying in bed, (laughs) and I was up late because obviously, you know, fucking I stay up till two and Amy goes to bed at nine. And I I just, for some reason, I thought like, oh, let me just log in and see how how my meathead barbecue (laughs) YouTube channels doing, dude. I logged in. It had one of the videos had like forty thousand views, and I would say ninety percent of the comments 
were as follows. Uh, I wrote some down. Um, the only good thing about this video is the guy's girlfriend. This guy is like a fat guy who thinks he's jacked, but he's actually fat. I want to fuck this guy's girlfriend. This guy is unsanitary. <laughs> I'm just a dude. I'm just making dude. The depths of the worst people of the internet. Um, there was like hundreds of comments. I log into the email associated with the account and there was already people emailing me about sponsorships, about all this shit. People saying that they were my biggest fans from Germany. At, now at the time, I I wasn't good with like criticism I th as we've discussed on the pod. Um, so I panicked and I deleted the channel. <laughs> Kyle of 2022, your boy would have been in the comments, in there, fucking deep, responding to all these people. Because like, dude, and this is what turns people off from putting stuff and content out there, especially young people. Because like, I was just trying to like, show that this is how I do barbecue. And it was all these fucking pretentious people picking it apart. People saying stupid stuff about my appearance. People saying stupid stuff about my girlfriend. Like, come on, man. Can't we just have fucking nice things? Can't we have nice things? No, you know what the answer is? We fucking can't. What the hell was I even talking about? I, what was I talking about? I don't even remember what got me on that rant. Um, oh, the YouTube video. I don't want to put up a YouTube video. Because, you know, like last week when I listened back to the pod, um, I kept referring to women as chicks. <laughs> and even I was annoyed with myself. I was like, why do I? Why is chicks? Women. I don't even like call women chicks. Chicks with an X. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't get any complaints. I just was annoyed with myself. So... But you know that like somebody would see that and say that I was like uh, anti-feminist Nazi fucking cyborg or something. And I'd have to like deal with that comment sitting there. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh, the internet. Um, okay, so anyway, so turn 37 a couple weeks. It's weird to even say that. 37. I remember when I turned 30, I thought I was dying. I remember like having like a four hour workout just to prove to myself that I could still do a lot of things at the age of 30. Cause in my mind, I was, I was, I was going to die. You know, I was 30, 30 is one step away from 80. You know what I mean? So I've been every year around this time, I always think about what I have done in my life. And if I have any regrets, no regrets. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and I really don't have any. Because it's like that movie, that shitty movie, The Butterfly Effect with Aston Cooch. Um, you can't change, you know, you can't uh, flick a leaf, you know, 10 years ago or else that would cause like an earthquake or it wouldn't have caused an earthquake or, uh, you know, that movie from the old sea. Um, <laughs> um, so I don't regret anything, but I often think as I've gotten older, what are things that I have not let go of that most people let go of from their childhood? And maybe that's a sign that I should have done something. And I come to this one conclusion and I'll tell you what it is. So 
I was fucking obsessed with pro wrestling as a kid. The first thing I ever remember really watching down in my basement when I was like four or five was WCW, TBS, 6.05 p.m. on Saturday night, Eastern Standard Time, baby. I fucking loved it. And I loved it. I loved everything about it. Now, most people, uh, as they grow, at least people that I talk to, when they find out I'm a wrestling fan, they go like WWF or like Olympic. First of all, who the fuck is an Olympic wrestling fan? (laughs) Have you ever met anybody who's like, yeah, I fucking can't wait to watch the fucking wrestling in the Olympics? (laughs) No, you don't. You don't meet those fucking people. Um, but I remember I got made fun of for it because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a big deal. You know, I had, I had Hulk Hogan fucking underwear. I had, I had the Hulk Hogan weight set. I had, I had Ultimate Warrior fucking wrestling buddies. Listen, if you're a woman right now, this is going to pay off in the end, okay? Don't tune out because I'm talking wrestling. Don't tune out. So most people grow out of those phases. Thing with me was once I got to middle school and high school, that was at the peak of pro wrestling. So we're talking like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, as most people know him now, is Dwayne Johnson. He was the fucking Rock, and anything that he did in wrestling is 10 times better than anything he's doing now. I know some people just love The Rock and whatever, and, like, I showed Amy a clip of what The Rock used to be in 1999, dressed to the, was it the nines? The nines, dressed to the nines. These fucking Versace shirts he used to wear, and he had these big-ass Elvis sideburns, and he used to wear, like, you know, Louis Vuitton shoes, and, like, it was just... Is unbelievable. And also, too, at that time, wrestling was um, TV 14. I mean, I would even say, I mean, it was X-rated shit. I mean, like, there was, I remember people were like, you let your kids watch wrestling? Because it was like, you know, I was 12, 13, 14, and, like, they're showing boobs and butt, and they're telling people to suck it. (laughs) Which is fucking hilarious that that was a thing that happened in the world. Um, And uh, so I was obsessed with it then. And I convinced my mom to get me a, you know, those giant trampolines that were big in the nineties, early two thousands. You could like buy them for a few hundred bucks at like Walmart. It is so dangerous. Um, so I remember also at my house at the time, my sister had horses, my sister, very, very big into horses and equestrian stuff. And actually went to school for it for a little bit early on and, um, then came home. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, she's probably pissed me for bringing that up. Um, there was a, a paddock. A paddock is where the horse grazes and, you know, shits and, you know, just eats and grazes and shits and whatever horses do. And um, we, we had built the paddock and you had these big, like, wooden posts that you used to put up and then do the fence wiring. Sorry, I'm going Yellowstone here. Um, so a couple of my friends were like, yeah, we should build a wrestling ring. Kids that were also equally as obsessed with wrestling as me around the um trampoline so we went and got the posts uh this kid dustin tibbets got the rope and turnbuckles which rope you can get anywhere turnbuckles uh yeah i guess you can just get at hardware stores i always thought it was something that pro wrestling had just invented turnbuckles you know um and uh we (laughs) we uh we dug fucking holes in the backyard (laughs) put the four posts in and I got to tell you, you know, we were degenerates and uh, we somehow constructed the best pro wrestling looking ring around a fucking 15 foot trampoline you ever saw. And my mom came home 
And my mom, bless her heart, she was not happy. <laughs> but what she what what could she do? Single mom, you know, my sister is laughing and there's little, you know, devil Kyle with his friends like throwing each other out of a ring with like ropes and it was it was literally a, a mother's nightmare waiting to happen. Now that I'm a little bit older and I know like I'm more aware of my body and what can go wrong. I, I, I must have given her a heart attack. So mom, I don't think you listen to the pod. If you do, sorry. Very, 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 very sorry that I did that to you. <laughs> um, but um, so, hold on a second. Let's see here. Okay. So I did that. And everybody loved wrestling at this time. So I was really big into wrestling and we were going to shows. I used to go to like Boston and Springfield, Mass and went to all these shows. I've probably been to like 30 wrestling shows, 40, 50 wrestling shows in my life. Like, and the whole time I was like, man, I really want to do this. I really want to do this. Like I'm athletic. Like, I think I understand it, but I think I could handle it. And fully knowing that like it was predetermined, but I also had a hunch that it was really painful. And I didn't think I was quite ready for that yet. <laughs> this is before I even started playing football and understood physicality and stuff. Um, so I remember through college, my kind of love for it kind of waned because like The Rock went to go to Hollywood and Stone Cold was gone. And I really wasn't a John Cena fan, although I'm more a fan of John Cena now and Peacemaker and all that kind of stuff. But like going from The Rock to John Cena was like going from like the best tasting cookie to like a fat-free, gluten-free cookie. It just wasn't the same. You know what I mean? So didn't really think about it for years, right? But always, always was a huge wrestling fan, right? Like um, every Halloween since like 2010, we've dressed as wrestlers. I mean, I have gone out in a Speedo dressed as The Rock. I've gone out fully painted up like Legion of Doom. Um Finn Balor. Uh, what was the other one I did? There was another one. I think we all used to dress up as wrestlers. All of us, like 40 of us would go out to the thirsty pig and dress up as wrestlers. And people were fucking gobsmacked. Everybody's there dressed as a sexy nurse or, uh, all, all the fuck boys or just whatever Marvel movie came out that year. And then there's us and speedo. <laughs> and they were fucking good. They were good. They were great costumes. They were unbelievable costumes. If I say so myself, so probably like in 2012, 2011, uh, there was a, a, um, a rap group in Portland that knew I liked wrestling. We had, we had both talked about our love for pro wrestling and all that stuff. And now you got to remember I'm like mid twenties. So, and again, I'm still half-assed doing the clothing company. So it really isn't set in stone yet that I'm going to be doing this for a living. I was kind of keeping my options open. Um, and in the back of my mind, I was like, all right, if, if, this doesn't work out this year or next year. I'm going to go to wrestling school. I, I could I could do this. Now, also at this time, I had gotten a lot of experience being on TV. I had played a really high level of football. So I was I understood hard work and physicality and, and all that stuff. And I don't think I had been asked to public speak yet. But I like to say this. Um, everybody's born with said gift, right? Um, there are people who say to me like, oh, you're so lucky you have you have this genetics to just be strong and lift. And it's like, dude, I would rather have your gift. You're smart enough to be a fucking electrical engineer or a nuclear engineer or 
uh, an architect. That's your gift. That shit just comes natural to you, and you make lots of money. <laughs> you can you can go to the gym. Then there's me who can't do any of that stuff, and the only thing really I was blessed with was the gift of gab and really good genetics to be uh, like a very athletic, stronger person. That's just that's just those are the two things I was gifted with, and that's it. So because I was aware that I loved entertaining, I loved being athletic, I loved talking, um, I was like, okay, this this could be a viable option. So these guys knew that I liked wrestling. So they hit me up and they go, look, can't tell anybody, but through a mutual friend. So I got to get my water and babies. Um, through mutual friend, we are shooting a music video in a warehouse. And there's going to be a wrestler there from the, from the 80s. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, if you guys don't know who that is, Google. Someone I'm fully aware of who he is, right? Um... And we want you to play the heel. Now, for all you people out there that don't know what a heel is, it's a bad guy. I say it all the time. It's wrestling speak. Babyface is a good guy. Heel's a bad guy. They wanted me to be the heel, which I always saw myself as more of a babyface. <laughs> um, I'm going to be beating them up in a ring, a real pro wrestling ring. Hacksaw is going to show up and beat me up and throw me out of the ring. That's going to be the music video. It's called, if you want to look it up on YouTube... It's called, it's the name of the rap group's Dirty White Hats, Dirty White Hats, and the name of the song is, oh fuck, I can't even remember. Type in Dirty White Hats Wrestling, you'll see your boy. I am dressed in a singlet, pair of boots, and that's it. Now, I'm going to jump way ahead. Hacksaw actually shows up. This motherfucker didn't want to be paid for the video because it was a favor to a friend. The only thing he wanted was unlimited vodka and Diet Cokes, which the only other person in my life I've ever met who loved that drink is Peter Bissell. Yes, Peter Bissell, the man who now sells some of the most sought-after craft beer in America. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> um, and, and, and weed. So Hacksaw, awesome dude. Got to hang out with him the whole day. Towards the end of the shoot, and we were going through our spot, what he was going to do to me. Now, prior to this point, I had, I had fulfilled a dream. I was in a pro wrestling ring. I have never fallen in a pro wrestling ring before. Look, guys, you might not like pro wrestling. You might think it's fake. I will tell you right now, unequivocally, hitting a pro wrestling ring hurts harder, hurts more than anything I ever did in football. It is fucking painful. So in that moment, I was like, how the fuck do people do this for a living? <laughs> It's actually kind of fucked up when you think about it. You're knowingly beating yourself up. It's weird. Anyway, um, so we were sitting there talking, and I was sore as fuck. I'm pretty sure I had whiplash. I'm pretty sure I had fucked up my neck. <laughs> and uh, he looks over at me, and we're shooting the shit, and he goes, so what do you, who, who do you work for? And I go, oh, I go, I work for myself. I go, I, um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm an ed tech currently a bartender and I kind of have a clothing company. And he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, what promotion do you work for? And Jason Bosch was standing off camera to the right. And he shook his head. Like he knew I was never going to let this go. Hacksaw thought your boy was a pro wrestler. Any accolade I could ever have in my life. That's probably top three <laughs> for real, dude. Mm. 
because your boy's about 5'11", 6 foot, shade under 6 foot. And I think at the time I was about 225, so, you know, good size guy. And um, I had these boots on that made me about 6'1". So I, I guess I looked somewhat good. I was wearing a singlet, though. You ever seen somebody in a singlet? <laughs> like a wrestling singlet? You look preposterous. But he thought that. And then I was like, man, it's not too late. It's not too late. Hacksaw thinks I'm a wrestler. He didn't balk. He thinks I'm a wrestler, right? Um, so then as things were like really going bad, which I've talked about on this podcast, I started like going and visiting wrestling schools and I kept going back and forth. I'm like, should I give up on everything else and try to be a pro wrestler back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, and I got to tell you, I even applied to WWE in certain positions. I did casting stuff for tough enough, but through this time, I'm still a fan you know, and I know what it feels like to be in a ring. I've been in a ring multiple times since then. And, and I take to it like a duck to water, baby love throwing myself at the ground. <laughs> and my public speaking has gotten way better. The gift of gab of just bullshitting. It's turned into public speaking I've spoken to like tens of thousands of people now in my career about catalyst and about other things. I'm good. I'm comfortable in front of people, you know? So like, I feel like I could at least give it a go. Now, mind you, it's very arrogant to say that you think you can do something if you've never actually really, really done it. So I'm not saying I could. Probably, maybe, could suck. I'm just thinking I could give it a good go. You know what I mean? So now that I'm turning 37, a couple weeks ago, about a month ago now, the wrestler... Scotty Too Hottie, who I love. Scott, you are if you listen to this, you are a fucking phenomenal human being. I love you so much. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Scotty Too Hottie, you know that song by the Migos, Scotty Too Hottie? That's about Scott Garland from Westbrook, Maine, a wrestler named Scotty Too Hottie. And when he found out about Just the Kid from Maine a couple years ago, he wanted some. So I sent him some. He lives in Florida, working for WWF E at the time. Now he's since moved on. He does independent stuff. Um, and he was in Maine for a show. And he goes, hey, are you going to be at the office? I want to come by. Guys, I got to sit here for three hours and shoot the breeze with Scotty Too Hot. <laughs> Top five moment of my life. <laughs> and I just was like, man, don't start thinking about this again. But I, in actuality, I couldn't. Because I'm, I'm going to be 37. WWE, like, that's like. You're on your way out at 37. You got to be like 18 now to go there. Yeah, my physical, my athletic still. Yeah, too late though. So people ask me like every year, do you have any regrets or whatever? I'm kind of half joking, but I really think I could have been a pro wrestler. <laughs> um, and with that being said, me being a pro wrestling fan, has garnered, mm, let's see, uh, a lot of people making fun of me. And I'd like to just dissect that right now. So let's go through and dissect that. First thing people say, you know it's fake, right? Hey, man, uh, you know that show that you jizz your pants over when it was on, Game of Thrones, that I have never seen a second of and will never? Those dragons, they're not real. Yeah, no shit, man. Nobody watching wrestling thinks it's real. It's a show. You're entertained and invested in said characters in the show. Except these people are just fucking awesome. And it's they all talk like they're fucking ripped on coke. 
and there's music and pyro and baby faces and heels and it's awesome it's awesome dude but it's always the same people it's always people who watch game of thrones it's also the same people who watch kardashians or the bachelor i'm not sure if you guys know this those are all fake too (laughs) so again kind of actually kind of much like last week let people like what they like you know what i mean and i know that's tough i know i know social media is right in your face and every app asks you to post or share your thoughts it's okay don't need to it's okay you don't need to it's okay (sighs) but i'll tell you what all jokes aside turning 37 um two weeks i don't even know what the fuck day is it the fourth my birthday is the 20th uh and it's weird. I got to tell you, it's it, it, it's such a thing. I, I don't care about my birthday. Like, I don't want anything, you know, but I don't want a celebration. I don't want any of that stuff. I just want to be healthy, happy, um, to be able to take care of my friends and my family and keep my business going. And um, yeah, that's all I really want. But it is weird. I will tell you, it's really weird because... When I turned 21, I thought I had all the time in the world. And 30 is when I really was like, ooh, your boy's 30 now. You can't really say you're a young buck anymore. You know, and now it used to be, it used to be people would be, I guess impressed is the wrong word, but I think people would be like proud of what I was doing at a young age with Catalyst or Elixir to start. And now I'm just a dude. Ain't impressive. I'm going to be 37. I have a business. It's not impressive. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so you just kind of, that is kind of a thing that you think about where you're like, well, it's not really impressive. And then you also start, it starts fucking with you from a standpoint of you go, well, should I be doing more? Is 37, 36 too old to be at this level? Should the, should the level, should the level be more? So that kind of fucks with you. And then on top of that too, um, you're, you're more blown away by how quick it went. Like, I remember what I was doing on the night of my 30th birthday. I was at the gym fitness factory in Portland where, when we used to live up in, uh, fucking Portland, Maine. And I think the gym closed at nine. I think I went in at like five thirty or six and almost stayed till close. And I remember like taking a photo and posting it and being like some emotion, emotional sensey post on Instagram about like life-changing and me being 30 now and and then all of a sudden uh, i'm sitting in this you know room podcasting (laughs) 37 i'm in my catalyst office and i'm gonna leave and drive and go home to our, our our house which is such a big dream and goal that we had forever and and you know at the time we both were broke and had nothing and um yeah but it went by like I just tried to snap, couldn't do it, fucked up hands, you know? (laughs) Um, So I think that's like the big thing that I've learned to be better with is um, living in the moment, but also being aware uh, and being appreciative of what's happening because in in an instant, I'm 37, I'm three years away from 40. I, even saying that out loud is weird. And I don't, I don't think I look, almost 40 
it's weird. I, I, you know, it's Alex and I always talk about this. Like when we were growing up for some reason, did people look older? Like when someone was 40, when you were older, they looked like fucking Marv Albert, you know, <laughs> I'm sure nobody knows who that is. Um, but for some reason, people just looked older. I think people just take better care of themselves now, emotionally, physically. I just think they do. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if 40 is still considered old, but then 40, I'm 10 years away from 50. And my, my goal at 50 is to be ripped, dude. Ripped with a mustache, clearly bald, obviously. <laughs> Your boy's hair. Holding on for dear life. Um, but no, like it's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing. And it's also weird when I see people saying they have all the time in the world. It, you don't. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've always, I've always lived my life, especially in the last six to seven, maybe eight years, of thinking that the, the day that I'm living is the last day I'm going to be alive. And I think, I always think, now not all the time, because I get in my feelings a lot. Um, I always think if I get hit by a goddamn Mack truck on the way home and cease to live, you know, death, <laughs> would I be happy with my life body of work? And now I can say yes. So kind of a morbid way to look at it. But I also just think like if you just try to live every day, like that stupid saying, live, it's like your last, it, it, that, that goes a long way in gracefully I guess aging. Um, and man, the other cool thing about aging, I got to tell you, you become like a walking encyclopedia. I was talking to a 23 year old, 24 year old kid in here yesterday. Who's got a, who's got an office in the, in the mill, um, does his own thing with clothing. And it's weird. We're talking and it's like, I'm looking at a younger version of myself. And then you just, he'll say something and then I'll start talking back. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I'm pulling out this story and this thing and this and this and this and this and this. And you go, holy shit, I'm a fucking encyclopedia. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're better adapted to make decisions and you're better adapted to understand things better because you have experiences, hindsight to look back at. Um, when you're younger, there's no... There's no frame of reference. You think that when something bad happens, you're the only person who ever experienced something bad. And now I know that I'm 100% not because of the people I've been able to meet through this and things that I've gone through and other people have gone through. Um, so it just makes you more confident, I guess, in life and uh, confident, secure, secure in what you like. Oh my God. 30-year-old Kyle, your boy couldn't wait to get out every night had to be out had to be a social butterfly no offense to anybody who's listening to this guys i don't want to go anywhere <laughs> i know what i like and what i like is not being crowded at a bar now time and time and place right setting you know if i'm in maui or if i'm in montana dude sign me up bring me out to a fucking dive bar in montana fuck yeah man maui if i'm gonna be sitting there and look at the ocean cool do I want to go out to the old port every weekend? Like a lot of people I know. Nah, don't want to. Don't want to. But I want to be at my house. I want to be at my house with my puppo and Amy. And I want to sip red wine, maybe a G&T. Not all together. Um, <laughs> and I want to watch something on TV because I've earned that. And that's what I want. <laughs> you know? Um, 
so uh that's the part that i love because like it's like man when you're younger you're always like oh man should i be doing something should i be out with somebody should i be doing this should i be doing that man as more time goes on i want to share less i want to show less i want to be with the people i love more and i am so comfortable saying no if someone asks me to do something (laughs) hey do you want to i say no all the time ask anybody who's my friend they ask me 95% 95% of the time when they ask me if I want to do something, I go, no. <laughs> no need to explain. Just no. Don't want to. Um, so, yeah. So, that's like half joking about the wrestling thing. Half joking. Um, but in reality, I really don't have any regrets because I often think about all the fucking fuck-ups I've had in my entire life and how – different my life would be I wouldn't be sitting in this office if I hadn't done one thing or done thing wrong or if it hadn't taken me the time to get here so um life is pro wrestling baby life is pro wrestling is what I'm trying to say start out as an underdog baby face the heels can beat you down for months and months and months and you know what maybe just maybe you'll get that victory at Wrestlemania and you'll become WWE F champion and the crowd goes nuts. And you you would have deserved that for what you've been through. Even if it was predetermined. <laughs> Fuck, man. I thought, you know, I thought that metaphor was going to come out better. I think it kind of did. So my advice is this. If you're down about aging, which I used to be, don't be. It, it, it's all going to make sense one day. It's all going to make sense. You're going to win the championship, baby. Um, And you'll have hindsight to look back on and go, oh, okay. So if you're turning 23, if you're turning 26, if you're turning, well, I was going to say 12, but I don't think a 12-year-old should be listening to this podcast. (laughs) If you're turning 30, if you're turning 40, it's all in your mind. Some of the most in-shape people I know are above 45. Some of the happiest people I know are above 50. Uh, It's really all a mindset. So I'm clearly going to do more pods before my B-Day. But for some reason, today seemed like a good day to talk about it. Because it's been weird. Now that we're actually in the month of May, I'm like, oh, fuck. 37. Here we go. 37. And then you start thinking and, you know, you come back to Earth and you're like, okay, like that's, you know, let me... Let me think about things I regret or things that I would have done differently or if I think I'm at where I'm supposed to be at. And then when you really calm down and think about it, you're right where you need to be. So life is pro wrestling, baby. Remember that, you know, not that I'm ever going to be a pro wrestler, but I got guys <sighs> should have been a pro wrestler. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. All right. Well, I guess, you know, I was going to do current events, but I, I got to tell you, I, I don't. I don't. People don't want to hear about the things they hear about all the time. Like I had Amber Heard slash turd written down, and I don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. You know what? She took a dump in the guy's bed. She's crazy. Just remember, doesn't matter gender, sex, because those are two different things now apparently, um, race, religion, whatever. There's good people and there's shitty people. And you should never assume that someone's good or bad on any of those things. Amber Heard is shitty, pun intended. Um, And I hope Johnny Depp 
gets back and just has a movie called Pirate of the Caribbean. And the whole thing is just him just sitting there ripping a drink at fucking eight in the morning, just talking. Because I don't know if you guys saw highlights of that goddamn trial, but I, I don't think I've laughed harder in maybe a couple weeks than when the person asked him about drinking or something in the morning and he goes, <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I think any time is happy hour, right? Dude, I, I passed out with laughter. I passed out. Fuck. So you know what? No current events. That's all I wanted to pull from those current events. Um, I'm going to try to get the video pot up. You know, I'm going to try to get over my fear of YouTube. You know, seven years ago, wasn't ready for all the hate. Someone, someone said I was fat. Someone said a bunch of other mean things. I couldn't take it. I think I can take it now. Um, also, with that being said, uh, you know, I was just trying to cook my meat and show people. They hurt my feelings. <laughs> so it's all right. It's all right. All right. Um, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want me to discuss, shoot it this way. I'm never, uh, maybe, probably not going to start an Instagram for this podcast. But if you got any questions, comments, concerns, let them know. Let me know. Let me know, dude. That's all I want. I just, I just want to make y'all happy. And to me, this is actually therapeutic. Because I think I sat down with like three notes. And I was half joking about the wrestling stuff. But really not. <laughs> I love pro wrestling. Um, tell your friends. Like. Comment. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow on Spotify. You can follow on Spotify. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week. I hope you guys have a great night. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon.